the Benefits Corner podcast. Thanks for joining us. With each episode, we'll be speaking with business owners, thought leaders, and top performers. Our goal is to provide our audience with interesting, relevant information as it relates to employee benefits, Canadian healthcare, and running a business. Now, we should say up front that the views expressed by our guests are not necessarily those shared by the Benefits Corner nor its host. Now that we have that out of the way, let's get started. Today's show is brought to you by Aria Benefits, modern advisors backed by experience and technology. Now here's your host, Robin Bailey. Okay, we're back on the Benefits Corner. So today, I'm joined by James Guest of Sun Life. And usually what I do for all my guests is do a bio as a means of an introduction. But today I thought I'd switch it up. I thought I'd have James do his own bio. And what I'm hoping he's going to include in there, because I just found this out not that long ago, that you're also a second generation insurance guy. So I put on LinkedIn the other day that my dad turned 84. So I wish him happy birthday. And uh, of course, at 84, he's still interested in the business, which is which is to me just so awesome. So hopefully we find out about how you got into the business and if, uh, if your dad had any influence on that. But I'll turn it over to you to give yourself a bit of a bio. Definitely. Well, thanks so much for having me, Robin. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, great to have you here. Very much outside of the realm of what I'm normally doing. So it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a uh, fun opportunity. I'll say me too. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll include myself in that. <laughs> so you're, you're spot on. Uh, my dad is a huge influence on me being in this industry. And it was his 60th birthday on May 4th. So oh, cool. Happy, happy birthday. Happy belated to yeah. him. Yeah. That'll save me uh, the call, right? So I have to call him. But yeah, so he, I'd say two main reasons I, I got involved in group insurance. One being him, huge role model for me. Yeah. Uh, someone I really look up to and, and want to emulate. And then two is I genuinely love people. So, you know, you always hear it again and again, relationship business, relationship business. So uh, what better way to be interacting with people? So I started at Sun Life right after graduating uh, from the University of Guelph in 2014. And I was uh, the first participant in a new program at Sun Life called the Account Executive Development Program. Oh, interesting. Yeah, recently rebranded as Rotational Leadership, part of that realm. Um, But what it did was it gave me a year and a half in underwriting um, to kind of learn the product, learn the business, learn how it's priced, with the ultimate goal of becoming an Account Executive Group Rep uh, for Sun Life. I didn't know Sun Life was doing that. Yeah. And and again, of course, you know, with your background, you know your dad, we shared a similar experience with London Life. Mm-hmm. And for years, I mean, 22 years later, people will still tell me, you know, London Life is highly regarded yeah. for their training yeah. program. So it's nice to hear that Sun Life has invested in that and, and totally. are investing in their people. Yeah, so it's a great way to internally develop these yeah. workshops, right? Yeah. Versus looking outside to bring them in. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's growing them and really getting them behind Sun Life and the Sun Life brand. Yeah. So I think we're on year four or five now of, of the program and it's, it's created some really excellent group reps for us. Yeah, and uh, I'm looking across at you and, and we've done some work together already. So I, I would say the program is working quite well. So <laughs> Thank you. I think that's you, great. It'd be uncomfortable if you didn't think that. <laughs> but I appreciate you saying that. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I've been there for uh, this role for three years now, coming into my third year, and I found some good success there. Outside of Sun Life, yeah. I, uh, I love travel, like a lot of your guests have said. I'm in a band, play music, really like that. No kidding. Yeah. Now that's interesting. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of, a lot of fun. So and what do, you, what do you play? I sing and play guitar. 
I would be the least talented person in our band, but it's mm-hmm. it's fun to be part of it. No for sure. kidding. And then uh, I love sports, like yourself. Yeah, I know you're very into more more times it or yeah. I've I've been I call myself a lifelong martial artist, yeah. and I've uh, I've done everything from Brazilian Jiu Jitsu to Muay Thai to boxing to uh, cool. to Krav Maga and. It's one of those things that get a little more challenging as uh, as a uh, more more and more uh, gray hair shows up. But uh, I actually trained today at cool. uh, at lunchtime, and you know what? It's just I often say to people, whatever it is that you want to do, and and I'm always full, I'm charging full steam ahead with the business, but you need a release. Right. So whether that release is yoga, or you know you want to run on the treadmill, or you want to run a trail. For me, it's martial arts. You know, I think it's so important to get that release. Totally. I trained at lunch. Now we're back doing a podcast, and I'm and I'm fully focused and ready to take on the day. Yeah, it keeps your your mind straight. Right? Yeah, it keeps you on path for sure. So we're talking about Sun Life, and and obviously, you know, you're you're a fan and and supporting the company. <laughs> yeah. What can you tell me about Sun Life? So what's the background there? Because I know I'm getting a lot of feedback on the podcast, and although I'm getting clients and and some prospects and some centers of influence. And definitely some other brokers, which is okay. I don't mind. I'm glad other brokers are getting value out of it. But maybe not every listener is aware of who Sun Life is. Right. So maybe you can give me a little bit of a background there as well. Yeah. So Sun Life is an excellent company. I'll read a little excerpt from Sun Life here if you don't mind. So okay, cool. Sun Life understands financial management can be complex, personal, and time-consuming. We help clients with their financial management needs. We enable them to gain freedom, to live their lives their way from now through retirement. And we're working hard to support their wellness and health management goals so they can enjoy what matters most to them, whether it's running a marathon, climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. I had a client that climbed Kilimanjaro. Oh, there you go. Shout out to Rachel. (laughs) Uh, Or helping their grandchildren learn to ride a bike. For more than 6 million Canadians from coast to coast, we provide financial advice and planning, life, health, and travel insurance products, saving investment products for individuals, group, and public, and private sector corporations. Market-leading pension and benefit solutions, including innovative wellness programs uh, for companies and their employees, customized health programs, and, and the list goes on from there. It goes on and on, yeah. And, uh, you know, big company, been around a long time. I mean, international company, obviously. So I think we could probably do a bio on, on Sun Life and, right. and for, the, for the rest of the podcast. What I really want to get to and what I want to get out there to to people, because I see a lot of things happening from the broker side, obviously, Mm -hmm. but I want to make sure other people are aware because I think some really cool things are going on with with your company, with Sun Life. Maybe you can tell me what's going on with the company. Yeah. So I, you know what, I think industry-wide, there's some really cool things going on, right? And I think the fact that Sun Life's an innovator... And you know we see other companies innovate, and there's there's some friendly competition there, right? So yeah. um, it's really pushing the industry forward, and it's really cool to be a part of that, right? So even in the last couple of months, some things that come to mind that are that are happening at Sun Life is um, I'm, I'm sure you've heard of the the release of Ella, which is the digital benefits coach. Yeah, that's a big topic right now, artificial intelligence, right? So so what's Ella all about? So Ella's Ella's pretty cool. The goal is to help members achieve lifetime financial security and live healthier lives by providing relevant and personalized advice. Okay. So what that looks like right now is when you log into uh, mysunlife.ca, for example, Ella's able to look at what's going on in your life and provide pertinent, relevant information to you. So that might be... Hey Robin, uh, you have four hundred dollars left in your HSA. Here are some things you might want to consider using it on. Mm, or, or it might be you know when you go through a life changing advice or mind truck to update your beneficiary, and doing it with Ella, this persona, it adds a, a personal touch to it, which I think is really nice. 
Yeah, and, and that example you just used of you know changing a beneficiary because you know I had my business partners Al and Joe on, and mm. Al does a lot of estate planning, and he consistently sees uh, beneficiary on, on life insurance policies and, and employee benefit plans beneficiary designations that are so out of date. Oh, of course. You know, yeah. the the original intent for that beneficiary is no longer there or what have you. So, you know, having the artificial intelligence, we'll, we'll call it Ella, the, the name here, pick up on things like that, I think is incredibly helpful. Yeah, really cool. And there's other neat things they're doing. We, we just had a conference recently and we were seeing uh, the connectivity with, with the Google Home, the home network, and you can speak to Ella through Google Home. So, you know, okay, Google, can I talk to Sun Life? Ella will talk to you and you could say, Ella, can you show me where the nearest uh, dentist is? Oh, that's and, cool. And so there's some really neat stuff there. And as that develops, I think a lot more to come on that too. So you have to be a, a Sun Life plan member to have that? You don't. It's actually available to anyone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So well, some really, really cool stuff there. Hey, uh, you know, for our listeners, try it out. Let me know how it works because uh, I know I'm going to I'm gonna go try that out. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. The other really neat thing, and I think hot topic um, is uh, in March, I'm, I'm sure you're aware, we're the first large carrier to announce our new optional coverage for medical cannabis. Yeah, you know what? Uh, again, you took the words right out of my mouth when you said hot topic. Yeah. You know, we're, we're living in, I think, the most exciting time um, in, in recent history. There's so many changes going on. I've talked about it on so many podcasts. Things are changing rapidly, mm-hmm. right? And this is a topic I, w- I was hoping you were going to get to, so I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. Can you maybe provide some context or some history around how this came to be? You know, for instance, what factors led Sun Life to make the decision to provide coverage? Mm-hmm. Because as you said, you know, Sun was the first one to, to make that leap. And, and it was interesting to see why the decision is, what was made and what the effects of those are. Totally. Yeah. So medical cannabis has been able to be reimbursed for under HSA for, for, for some time now. Okay. Uh, which is great. And it, and it was able to be reimbursed as long as... The patient obtains the medical cannabis supply according to the ACMPR, which stands for Access to Cannabis for Medical Purpose Regulations. Yeah, okay. But if a patient is suffering from severe chronic conditions, the HSA allotments a lot of times weren't enough, right? The $500 you see is, isn't enough to cover their needs long-term and is quickly exhausted and also stops the HSA from being used for other things, of course, right? So us opening it up to be covered under the core plan allows us to offer a lot more comprehensive care uh, for our plan members. So for the longest time, when asked why it wasn't covered, it was never assigned a DIN, a drug identification number. So it couldn't be covered under our drug benefit. So the way we got around that is we cover it under our medical services and equipment. So under the healthcare side. Exactly, under the healthcare side of it. So what made us reassess this position, I guess, to your question, is a number of factors, but I, I think two big ones were requests from clients uh, Canadian employers, you know, who were constantly asking us when it was going to be covered, why it isn't covered. So definitely listening to them. And then the other side of it was a considerable review of existing clinical research, um, which provided significant support of evidence for cannabis use in medical treatment for certain and severe medical conditions. So not not sweeping, yeah. but the medical uh, clinical evidence that shows for these specific conditions, this really helps. Yeah. Well, one thing that I that I really liked that I that I just heard you say was clients had reached out and, and you guys listened. As a company, you listened because, you know, I found it very interesting. And I was talking to my assistant the day it got released, you know, the press release. I had emails from existing clients 
you know, how do I get this coverage? Mm-hmm. So clearly there's a want and a need out there for this type of coverage. So yeah. I was very happy that now I can go back to those clients and say, yes, now we have, now right. we have an option right. for you. Okay, well, that's, that's really interesting, James. But maybe you can tell me, because we've covered that off now, what type of coverage is being provided? I know it's being covered under the healthcare because mm-hmm. it doesn't have a, a drug identification number, but you know, what's the coverage? Yeah, so great question. I think really important to be specific about what is covered. So we reimburse medical cannabis through these specific conditions and symptoms. So the first being cancer okay. with severe refractory pain or nausea and or vomiting associated with cancer treatments, multiple sclerosis, MS, with neuropathic pain or with specificity, rheumatoid arthritis with pain which failed to respond to by standard therapy, HIV AIDS with anorexia or with neuropathic pain, and for patients um, requiring palliative care. Okay. Yeah, so those specific conditions and symptoms only Okay. right now. Also, there's some, again, specific important eligibility guidelines I was going to ask you, I, yeah. I would imagine there'd be some prior approval Definitely. in there. That's, yeah. that's exactly right. So okay. prior approval for medical cannabis. So in a nutshell, completed by the patient's doctor or nurse practitioner uh, and the plan member. And then then after that, looked at by Sun Life um, before any claims are processed. And only people meeting those specific criteria are going to be eligible. As I said, it's not sweeping, right? It's, it's very, very specific. Yep. In terms of maximum and uh, what that looks like, his plan sponsors are able to choose amounts ranging from fifteen hundred to six thousand dollars per person per year. Okay. So as I said before, a lot more comprehensive than the often small HSA allotments um, for people who really need this coverage. Are there plans to expand it to other illnesses? Yeah, great question. I wouldn't be surprised if our, our list of eligible conditions and related systems were can, will continue to evolve. I find Sun's really good at being really aware of what's going on in the medical world, right? And and being kind of up-to-date and a, a thought leader in that space, reviewing uh, clinical evidence and updating our list accordingly. So I think more to come on that, but yeah. in, in short answer, I think it, it'll, it will evolve. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So here's the big question, and I don't mean to put you on the spot, um, but I know my clients are going to be listening. Mm-hmm. What does this mean to plan sponsors? And when I ask that question, I'm talking about you know pricing, yeah. experience, renewals, you know exceptions maybe. Right. No, it, yeah, really important question, I think. So the first really important point to make on that is it's optional, right? So this isn't Good just point. yeah, Good this point. isn't just being added. So yeah. you don't need to worry there if you're thinking, well, I, I don't want that medical cannabis covered under my plan. I don't don't add it. You don't have to, right? It's completely optional and completely up to the plan sponsor and then you know working with their advisor to find out if it's the right fit for them. For people choosing to add the coverage, the pricing will depend on the client situation. So you hear that all the time. It depends, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, case by case. But a, a number of factors will be taken into account. So uh, size of the group, the type of insurance, so like ASO or insured, as well as the benefit maximum. So it's going to be a price difference between 1500 versus 6000 Sure, yeah. And of course, like any revision to a plan, any change to a plan, the pricing we're giving there in the first, you know, the first initial pricing is really our best guess of how we think it's going to affect claims, right? The real test is going to be at time of renewal when we see how it affects the premium versus claims and the loss. It's like pricing a brand new group, right? If you have no claims experience, we call it in the industry best guesstimate pricing. Yeah. yeah. And then you make those adjustments so that by the time two or three years has passed, you have a good sense of where that pattern is is heading. Exactly. I would say that's very fair. Yeah, Yeah. Any challenges you see for the plant sponsor or for the carrier for that matter? Sure. Yeah. I think there are some 
innate challenges in there, right? With with adding anything that's new, right? It, it poses some challenges automatically. Yeah. So three things that come top of mind to me, or even questions that a plant sponsor should be asking themselves. You know, first is would adding medical cannabis coverage address a need in your employee base, right? So asking yourself that, seeing if the health profiles of your employee population are suited so that medical cannabis could help them, or maybe it's not suited for you, so maybe it's not right for you. So taking a step back and seeing, not just thinking, oh, we should add this, or oh, we shouldn't add this, seeing how it would affect your employees. Sure. The second thing is, I think as, as cannabis acceptance increases, um, you know, we're seeing that with upcoming legislation for recreational use, and as we're seeing more and more evidence for its medical use grow, there may be some internal pressure from your employees or stakeholders if you don't offer coverage. So asking yourself, does your organization risk backlash if you don't offer medical mm, That's a good question. Yeah. yeah. So something to think about there. And then the third point, and again, this, this has to do with it being something new or maybe a little bit less known, is do you have the proper communication resources in place to explain the coverage, right? So even though cannabis doesn't have a drug identification number, the coverage is still going to be offered by carriers. You know, some, some's the first to do it, and I, I'm shocked if we were the last. And each one's going to have their own set of rules. So making sure you're able to properly communicate that to your employees. And thinking about that in a practical example, you don't want to have an employee upset that their cannabis wasn't covered because they didn't know that it had to be for a specific ailment, right? So making sure you're properly communicating that so there's no confusion around that. And if, if, if you don't have these communication channels or this information, working with your advisor to develop them or working with your group benefit carrier. So a little plug here for a Sunlight Bright paper that's coming out is that's a great way to help your employees. We're releasing a paper that's going to address many of the question plan sponsors might have. So the, the Bright paper, which will address a lot of questions that plan sponsors or advisors might have, it should be released really shortly. You know, maybe it's something we could we could put a link up to on your on your website. Yeah, that'd be a great as a yeah. resource. So yeah, and you know, I've seen a little sneak peek, and it. it's really good. It, it it'll answer a lot of these questions in a maybe more concise and articulate way. Yeah, um, you know, or FAQs and, and quick references there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Any other considerations for employers to think about just as we kind of close out? Yeah, I think just just to reiterate, coverage only for conditions for which there's sufficient evidence. Yeah, a pretty important prior approval process to ensure, and I think that that's twofold, right? It's 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 great because it's making sure people actually need the coverage. Also, it's limiting uh, plan sponsors' exposure, right? It's not allowing anyone to go to go get coverage if it's not medically necessary. There's going to be coverage limits, as I as I alluded to, um, as well as coinsurance that would be the same as your medical uh, services and equipment coinsurance, and a claims process that requires an itemized receipt from a licensed producer. Yeah. So those are important things to, to keep in mind there. Well, James, this has been, to me, incredibly enlightening. And as a broker, I, I try to keep on top of all the information coming out. And, and I've talked about it many times before. When my dad was coming up in the business, he was a, he was a generalist. And mm. uh, he at 84, he says to me, you know, you just can't do that anymore yeah. because even just doing employee benefits, the amount of information that I have to digest. So um, really selfishly, I'm, I'm glad that I got to sit with you today and, and, and learn learn a lot about medical cannabis and, and what Sun Life is doing. So I'm as I said in the beginning, I'm really excited about the industry that we're in and the, the time we're in. I think, it's, I think there's tons of change, yeah. but I think it's a really exciting time. So one last thing before I let you go, because I, I like to ask someone, uh, each person that comes on a bit of a different question. And for yours, you started talking about it in your bio, but what do you do for fun? Um, I love 
traveling with yeah. my, my partner Megan and I uh, you know we're booking more and more trips and, and doing it while we're young is a lot of fun so that would be a part of it I love playing sports I'm very competitive and it's a good outlet for me so I play a lot of squash oh very um, cool and also I you know just any kind of pickup sports I can do with my friends I love yeah. that and I think like a lot of us as I as I get older just realizing how important family is to me so so spending more and more time with my family and loved ones yeah absolutely well that's awesome i really enjoyed having you on the podcast i want to talk about after maybe after we record talk more about your band and i'll tell you about my <laughs> days in toronto you know uh going to places like the rivoli and yeah. uh seeing the hopping penguins and bands like that so it was it was a great time but we'll chat about that after well thanks again for tuning in uh, everyone i really appreciate it as always if you have any thoughts on today's show i always want to hear your feedback i can be reached at rbailey at ariabenefits.ca or robin bailey on linkedin let's face it that's where you'll always find me as always be sure to check out our new website www.ariabenefits.ca you'll see all of our podcasts up there And see you next time on the Benefits Corner.